It's your favorite mother-daughter duo, Sylvia and Monisha, and we're here Here on on purpose. purpose. You're tuned into the Pop of Pink podcast. POP is an acronym for Perks of Promise. We created this podcast to encourage and inspire others to walk in purpose and go through the process and enjoy the Perks of Promise. In pursuit of purpose, you get the Perks of Promise. You gotta trust that process till you get the Perks of Promise. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Pop of Pink. We are so excited about this week's episode. This week, we are talking about faith. So this episode is called The Faith Factor. And I'm going to give you guys a quick definition of the word factor. And it is a circumstance, fact, or influence that contributes to a result or outcome. And um, as a refresher, I'm going to also go to the word and I'm going to read Hebrews 11 and 1. And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And we could go on and on talking about faith, um, but we just want to give you, you know, some points and some um, of our own experience with faith. And we know that a lot of times people kind of interchange uh, belief and faith. And um, a lot of times they're used interchangeably, but, you know, I believe that they are a little different. Um, I can say that I believe in myself, Mm -hmm. um, but I have faith in God. And I saw something really interesting um, a few days ago um, about belief and faith. And it said that belief is is really tied to um, our personal and communal uh, views. It's a product of our minds where faith is a product of the spirit. And I had never really thought of it that way. But I think that's so powerful. Um, even in the Bible, um, Ma, you might know the exact scripture where it says, I believe, help my unbelief. And I never really looked at it, but, you know, it was kind of, it was almost like he was um, contradicting himself saying that I believe, but help my unbelief. And I believe maybe, you know, that was kind of differentiating between belief and faith because I can believe something and beliefs can be passed down from, you know, generation to generation. Like we have, you know, kids believe in, in Santa Claus because that's something they've been told, but your faith is tied to like your personal experience and it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you've seen before. That's good. It's a product of the spirit Mm -hmm. you want to. And that I'll just um, chime in there. And because if you look at what the word of God said, faith is, you know, it said faith is the substance of things hoped for. Mm -hmm. It's the evidence of things not seen. So, it's not something you've seen, but it's something that you're hoping in. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I want to, um, if you look at the book of Acts in chapter 12, and you remember in the Bible when the people had gathered and they were praying for Peter's release out of prison. Peter was locked up and people got together and they pretty much, to put it in my own words, they were having a prayer meeting and they was praying for Peter's release. Uh, from prison, from jail. And in the midst 
of them praying, Peter came to the door. And when the girl, when the lady opened the door, she saw him, but she thought he was a ghost. And if you think about it, they were praying, believing God. Like when we pray, we said we believe what we're praying for is going to come to pass. Mm -hmm. But when that thing show up, just like Peter showed up, the first thing came to their mind was it must be a ghost. So were they really believing and having faith in God for that thing they hoped for, which was his release from jail? So, you know, you kind of just, it makes you think that when we go to God, with with these with our requests and we are asking him to do things in our lives and then we talk to someone and we say you know I may look at you and say well I believe God by faith that mm -hmm. by faith God is going to do this thing and then when it happened I'm looking at you like I'm really shocked mm -hmm. and if you are not a believer and I come to you like that it's kind of like, well, you say you had faith in God that you serve, but when it happened, you were kind of amazed that he did it. Mm -hmm. So is that faith? Are, are you walking the faith walk or are you just speaking out of your mouth? That's good. Faith is action. Yep. And, I, and faith is expectation in itself. So, you know, we can't say that we're praying um, and trusting God by faith to do something. Then when it happens, it's like we're shocked that- right that it worked. Oh my gosh. It worked. <laughs> because, you know, when we, when you say that you have faith, it's an expectation. And I think that instead of, you know, faith saying that, you know, I believe I'll be healed. Faith says that I'm healed. Mm -hmm. It's already walking in it as if it's happened, because even though you don't see it, you're trusting and believing God that it's going to come to pass. Um, and that reminds me of, Two, you know how we um, know in the Bible how it talks about faith the size of a mustard seed. And um, I just love the comparison of, you know, the seed as it relates to our faith because it's supposed to grow. Mm -hmm. And that's part of, you know, when we look at if somebody gets a seed, you don't get it with the expectation that this is what it is. It's just going to stay a seed. We expect it to mm -hmm. grow into a plant or a fruit, whatever type of seed it is. And um, I know we were talking the other day how the kids were going to plant um, seeds. And I walked past and, you know, they have the pots and they don't have the pots labeled seeds. They have it labeled as peach, right. even though there's yes. no, because they're believing like this is, this is what it's going to be. They're not looking at this is going to remain a seed. So I think we have to remember that when we say we have faith, that means we're expecting something. We're expecting it to come to pass. We're not just saying it. And then when it happens, we're shocked because right. I believe that, you know, it says that faith without works is dead, but I believe that faith is the work before we see the works. That's right. Good. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's good. And, and, you know, and when we look at faith, faith is also part of our armor. Mm -hmm. You know, the word of God tell us to take up the shield of faith. So we have to take it up. We can say we have faith, but if you don't take up the faith and, and make the faith active, an mm -hmm. active part of your armor, just like if you have a shield, a physical shield, 
when soldiers, Roman soldiers had those shields, it was to prevent harm from coming close into their body. They would stick out that shield and that would block the, the, the enemy's blows, so to speak. And so when we pick up, when we take up the shield of faith, it is like a barrier. It's a barrier. And when you look back in the book of Exodus, even with the children of Israel, when they were making the Exodus from Egypt and they got to that Red Sea and Pharaoh's army was behind them, the sea in front of them, they had to make a choice. And we get to those places sometimes in life where we come to that that point where, okay, we we're between a rock and a hard place. So mm -hmm. we, we have to make a choice. And so they had to make a choice to walk into that water and believe God was going to deliver them. Mm -hmm. They they had to first take that action. And sometimes we can get in situations where we feel like, Lord, if you don't do it, it won't be done. But we got to have a nevertheless moment where we say, you know what? Nevertheless, for God I live, for God I die. And sometimes God will just wait right to you about to go under when you've already purposed in your mind, this is it. And you inhale, you take that breath and all of a sudden he'll part your mm -hmm. Red Sea, whatever your Red Sea may be, he'll part that thing. So in the midst of it, you have to take up your shield of faith mm -hmm. because that's what will move these things. Yeah. Faith moves mountains, whatever that mountain is. If you take up the shield of faith, it will work for you. Mm -hmm. It will work for you. That's good. And, you know, another thing about um, faith, we know that, you know, it's believing for something that we don't see yet. But I also think that, you know, when people think about faith, they need to remember that you build faith by building your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And I think I think of it as, you know, when you have a child, a small child, a baby, and, you know, when they cry and they know the parent jumps up, when you mm -hmm. have a newborn, every time that baby moves, you hear the baby cry, you jump up and you're right there. And that baby becomes accustomed to knowing that, you know, I know if something is wrong, my mom or my dad is going to be there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how faith works as well. It comes, you know, it's us believing God to do what we're hoping for, but we build that belief through building our relationship with him. Um, and I think that's a, a key as well, because a lot of people say, well, how do you have, you know, faith for something that you, you've never seen? How do you have faith in something that, you know, you've never seen? Well, I'm still here, right? right exactly. <laughs> so I know that I'm not, you know, doing things in my own strength and my own power. And, you know, that has built my faith. And I think that's how you build faith is by cultivating and building that relationship with God. Mm -hmm. and, and and also, you know, if you think about it, if we we believe that word, what God words say, and the what the more that we believe his word, the more effective our faith is. Mm -hmm. Because faith come by hearing, hearing the, the word. So you got to think about what, what are you growing your faith with? Mm. Are you growing your faith in the word of God? Or are you growing your faith 
in your dreams, your aspirations, your strength, what you can do? Or are you growing your faith? Because when you do that, you have to be careful because that's how you get into idolatry mm. and, and putting things before God. And God is a jealous God. And he said, thou shalt have no other God before me. And sometimes we can think, you know, everything that's all, all things. When, when you look at stuff, you can be doing a good thing, but it's not necessarily the right thing doesn't make it bad. It's just not the right thing. So when we say we're going to, we have to be very careful that our faith is in the word of God and our faith is in our, our, our relationship with God and not in ourselves, not in what we can do with our talent and our gifts and, and that type stuff. So we have to be very careful because a lot of times I think that's how people get disappointed. Mm -hmm. That That's how they get turned off. That's how they, sometimes that's even how they are pushed further away from the things of God because they come in with the idea that, and they put faith in man, so mm -hmm. to speak. And so when man falls, when man mess up, they look at it as God messed up. Mm. God failed them when that's not the case because God said he would never leave us nor forsake us. And so God is with us and we have to be careful where we let, where, where we place our faith. Yeah. We have, we have, um, we admire our leaders and, and we have confidence in the God in them. But and we have we have faith in them, but we gotta know how to draw that line. Where where is your faith? Some people have more faith in man than God. Mm -hmm. And that's out of order. That's out of an alignment. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, another thing about it is that, you know, a lot of people they say they have faith, but faith is always gonna be tested. Mm -hmm. And your your measure of faith is tested when you know the trials come. And we know that, you know, just because you are saved, that doesn't mean that you're exempt from the trials of life. And right. that takes me back to the comparison of, you know, the seeds about seeds, you know, are cultivated, you know, in the dirt and in the dark. And that's so they can grow and produce and thrive in the light. And when we think about a seed, we know that, you know, they require sunlight, but we also know that it's not sunny all the time mm, that eventually yes. nighttime comes <laughs> and that, you know, in spite of it being dark, that the seeds are still able to grow. And that's because they've stored up the energy from the time that they've spent in the sun. So that helps them to continue to grow in spite of it being dark, in spite of the sun not being out. And, you know, when you think about that, um, parallel that to our faith, you know, our faith is often cultivated when we're going through, you know, quote unquote, dark times in our lives, because it's not always sunny. Every day is not a good day, but it's the time that we've spent, you know, with God that'll sustain us when those times come and that'll allow us to, you know, like that seed to grow and produce and thrive in spite of the circumstances. That's good. Because faith is easy if you're always having a good day. That's right. <laughs> you know, it is it, simple to be, you know, when everything's coming up roses, so to speak, to have faith. But like you said, it's those dark times. It's that time when I, I like to call it when you have your, your Red Sea moment, when mm -hmm. you got 
it seemed like you between a rock and a hard place. Going back is not an option, but going forward mean that you got to take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. You got to, you know, you in the midst of it right now. So it's not just standing there, not doing nothing is not an option. Mm -hmm. So you have to make a choice. And that's when you have to take up that shield. You have to work your faith. Mm -hmm. And nobody is trying to say it's easy. You know, it's hard, but you got to believe when you read that word, you got to take that word at heart Mm -hmm. and know that if you have faith in God, you can do just like Peter and you can walk on that water. Yeah. You know, so we we just have to trust. Trust mm-hmm. and faith go hand in hand. Yeah. You can't trust what you don't you can't have faith in what you don't trust in. That's true. You know. You know, and just like the example of Peter, we know that you know, he was excited to tell Jesus to, you know, tell him to come walk on the water and he mm-hmm. got out and started walking and he made the mistake that a lot of us do that, you know, take our eyes off of Jesus. And when Mm -hmm. he did that, we saw that he started, you know, to sink. Um, And that's one thing that we have to be careful for. And that goes back to what you were talking about, you know, that once we say we have faith and we're believing God for something to keep our eyes on God, to don't don't lose focus, that, um, you know, we have to remain focused on keep our eyes on God to keep us from sinking. When we say we have faith to do something, we have to have faith not only to start, but to see it through. Yes. All right. So this is a good place to jump into our pop quiz question for the week. And this week's pop quiz question is, have you ever had a Peter moment and how did you recover? Um, And we know we were just talking about how, you know, Peter began to sink when he took his eyes off of Jesus and I would have to say that the process of really stepping out on faith to launch this podcast and to move forward with all things concerning Pop of Pink um, was definitely a a -hmm. Peter moment because I feel like we, you know, we talked about it for a long time. We prayed about it and it took us a while to finally take that first step to, you know, launch out. And I feel like we, you know, nerves got in the way a little bit because this is a bit out of our comfort zone. Um, And once we really shift our focus and we really gave it to God and, you know, we are continuing to trust him and believe him, we've seen so much growth in our audience. We've gotten amazing feedback and, you know, we've been able to reach um, people that we otherwise wouldn't have been able to um, reach. And so I feel like this uh, process with the podcast and, you know, with the pop of pink boxes and the blog, it has definitely been a bit of a, a Peter moment for me. I don't know if you agree with <laughs> Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so um, this is like she said, you know, like you said, it, it is out of my comfort zone <laughs> as well. And I think what we did for so long, we talked about it, Mm -hmm. we brainstormed, we had all these ideas. Like you said, we prayed about it and we may would do a couple of things and then we would kind of just pull back. Then we would do a couple more things and we would pull back. And so it's just amazing to see how, when we just say, you know what, 
we, we're going to take this faith walk. Yep. We're going to get out of the boat and we're going to push forward and we're going to keep our eyes on God and we're going to see this thing through. Mm-hmm. How, like you said, the feedback has really been great and we're, we're more comfortable now yeah. and it's just, and it's growing us mm-hmm. in the word. It yeah. is growing us and teaching us in the process of prayerfully is helping others yes. that tune in. So this has definitely been, you know, one of those moments. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and, you know, we want to hear from you guys. We would love to hear your answers. Or if you have a pop quiz question you'd like us to answer, you can shoot us an email at hello at popofpink.net. And again, this week's question was, have you ever had a Peter moment and how did you recover? So please be sure to, you know, send us your answers. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in to Pop of Pink. Be sure to follow us on IG at Perks of Promise and subscribe to our newsletter at www.popofpink.net. Until next time, walk in purpose, go through the process, and enjoy the Perks of Promise. In pursuit of purpose, you get the Perks of Promise. You gotta trust that process till you get the Perks of